things that you love? What are the things you're passionate about? And what are products that you use right now that maybe can be improved upon just a little bit? You don't have to go invent a new product. I didn't invent the products that you know I sell. I just made them a little bit better. Welcome to the Capital Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Brinkley. Each week, we hear from stay-at-home moms who earn at least $2,000 per month without having to miss out on any of the precious moments with their kids. You are going to love today's guest, Juliana Barbati. Juliana is a mom of two, and she runs an Amazon store and an Etsy shop. She is the host of the Beginner Mom Podcast and offers courses and coaching to teach moms how to set up Amazon stores or Etsy shops for success, strategies to market effectively, easily, and more simply online, plus all the back office strategies to make their businesses work for them so they can have balance and the life they've been dreaming of. Juliana, welcome to the show. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm so excited. I was telling Juliana right before the show, I'm so excited because I feel like she's a real celebrity because I listen to your podcast. (laughs) It's just so fun to have you here. I want to start with having you tell our listeners about your journey to becoming a stay-at-home, work-at-home mom, and just about how long have you been earning at least $2,000 a month? Okay, so let's go back to 2015. I had just come back from a little backpacking trip all over Europe, and I met my husband there. So I was back backpacking through, I did a bunch of different countries, and I stopped in Italy, and I met my husband. So uh, we met on, on January 2nd, and then uh, I think January 6th, I flew out of Rome. He's Italian. I flew out of Rome. I went to Germany, and then we met uh, back again in um, – we went to London next, and we talked about everything. I was like, listen, I want five kids. Like, if we're going to make this work, we're, we're like, this is who I am in a nutshell. Like, let's see if we're going to make this work because obviously we're going to do the long-distance relationship. And he was like – a little freaked out because I knew what I wanted back then. Uh, But, you know, I was like at the top of my single life. So I was like, if this is going to work, like, let's make it work, you know? So anyway, long story short, January 26, my husband, my my now husband came to visit me in the United States because obviously I had to come back. And uh, he was here on a visa, on the European visa for three months. And then on March 8th, I found out I was pregnant. So the whole thing, like that was not planned. Like everything happened super fast. So then like, that's kind of like how I became a stay-at-home mom. Uh, it just kind of happened, you know? So then obviously we, we got married and we did all the things. But at that time I was going to school. I was pursuing my second degree. I had a degree in culinary arts and then I went to school for dietetics and nutrition. And I had like the worst morning sickness forever. And I had a job at the time working for a nonprofit where I did nutrition education, but it required me to drive all over South Florida and I just couldn't drive. So then I had to quit that job, but I had to work because, you know, we were applying for immigration for my husband and all that. And you have to work, like you have to prove that you can support this person. So then I got a job at Whole Foods because I I just needed a job. And then uh, once, I had my baby girl like we just knew like we always knew that I was going to stay home 
So anyway, I uh, decided it was always a thing that I was going to stay home with her at least until she was two, because those are like the formative years. And I'm like, you know, but obviously uh, like five uh, now and I have a younger son and here we are still home. So that's awesome. And, you know, I think that was for me, I said, well, I'll stay home at least for the first year. But then the first year goes by so fast. And I feel like as they start to get older, they're, they get more fun. <laughs> You're like, I want to be with them even more. So that's awesome. So I was listening to one of your episodes, episode 99, actually. And you tell about um, just kind of like your background and, and you talk more in detail about your husband and, and him immigrating here and the visa process and everything. And I was so inspired by how, you guys really had to kind of start at the bottom and you were living in like one of the worst neighborhoods. Yeah, You did it and you did what you had to do to get out of that situation. Um, and I also um, remember hearing you say that in 2015, when you, you were pregnant is when you really started kind of that searching of like, okay, what can I do to work from home? And if I have the story right, it took you till about 2018 before you finally decided, let's go with an online store. So talk about that part of the journey and like, what were some of the things that you were thinking as you went through, like trying to figure out what are you going to do? Yeah. So I think it was 2015 that I really understood the power of YouTube and like that you can make money out of it because up until then I would like just watch random videos on YouTube, just kind of like tutorials and things like that. But I didn't know that were that there were people making money out of it. So then my first idea when I was still pregnant uh, was maybe I can, because I'm originally from Brazil and a lot of Brazilian people come to the United States to get uh, like baby items and stuff because it makes more sense. It's cheaper here than if you want to get it in Brazil and the quality is better. So I was like, what if I'm like, do this concierge service and I have a YouTube channel that goes with it and that can be an idea. And I thought it was going to work out, but I, I never really did anything. I never started a YouTube channel. I never did anything, but that was like the first idea that I had, which I still think would be a good idea. I'm sure that there are services that do this. Uh, but yeah, that was like the first idea that I had. And then I got really like hooked on Gary V and our Gary Vaynerchuk. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to become an influencer. Like I'm going to make this happen. And like, I'm going to take picture on Flamingo floaties and life's going to be good. I'm going to get paid. It's going to be awesome. And again, like that never happened. Like I did eventually start a YouTube channel, but I, I never really did anything with it. Um, it turns out I hate social media. <laughs> so I'm not a good candidate. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um, the process to me actually getting to uh, finding out about the store, actually, my husband had seen a video on YouTube again, and it was like, you know, how I made X amount of dollars with an, with Amazon. And then he came to me and he was like, we should open, we should sell on Amazon. I'm like, what do you mean? Like Jeff Bezos sells on Amazon. We can't sell on Amazon. He was like, no, actually, I just found out that Amazon is made up of all this like small businesses that sell on Amazon which sidebar, when people want to boycott Amazon, guys, like it's actually small businesses, it's small businesses sell on Amazon. So it's not like Jeff Bezos is like this evil guy at the top who doesn't pay taxes. It's a bunch of small businesses that actually get to sell on Amazon. So think of Amazon as like the shopping mall and all the little stores like Apple, Tesla, whatever, all the little stores are like actual human beings that sell inside of those stores, you know. Anyway, I was like, all right, let, let's do this. And I started researching, you know, how to sell on Amazon, whatever. 
And I was just like, okay, we got this. We're going to do it. And then I was like super into it. And my husband was like, okay. And he got like super distracted meanwhile. And I'm like, I don't know what's he, what he's doing on the side, but I'm going to make the store work. And then um, we picked a couple of products and they all seem like pretty good ideas, but they, they all turned out to be very bad ideas. And then we found a product that we really loved, which was a pet product and we launched and the store like little by little started doing really well. And then we were like, okay, like we're going to make so much money. And my husband was like, we're going to make so much money. I get it. Like, I feel it. Let's quit the job. So then my husband quit his job a few months after we launched our store, which I don't recommend to anybody because it put so much pressure on us. Like, yeah, we made it work, but it put so much pressure on us and so much unnecessary pressure. Um, but anyway, we ended up launching like two more products after the first and there were total flops, didn't work. And by then we were like, okay, this is not a get... Uh, get rich quick scheme like we really have to work hard to make this happen and we were like put our heads down and made it work and really focus on growing the brand because by then we understood that it's not just putting a random product on Amazon you have to create a brand behind it because then you sell you have like a really kind of like a grassroots movement behind your product you know and people okay. love it and you want to buy from you so yeah, yeah that was that well, I love listening to your podcast because, well, there's a few reasons, but one, your personality is so um, magnetic, <laughs> it's so fun to listen to. It sounds like you're really um, sitting down and listening to a friend talk, but um, two, you're so honest and transparent and you don't give your listeners false hope. And you don't try to say, oh, you know, you're going to be an overnight success if you just do A, B, and C. So what is a realistic timeline for somebody who has no experience um, and they want to start an online store um, on Amazon or Etsy? What's a realistic timeline to where they could start to see a profit? I mean, our goal on this podcast is, is to find ways to make $2,000 a month or more. So what would be a realistic timeline for that? So Steph, I would say like realistically, we're looking at six months to maybe even 12 months because you have to think that you are going to have a bunch of like startup costs. And for some months you are going to be in the red. If you are starting on Amazon, um, you have to do um, advertising on there. You have to do the whole PPC campaigns and, and ads to make your product rank. Like Amazon is a beast and Etsy, it's a whole lot easier, but still um, until we are you know, out of the red and into the green or the blue, whatever, or pink, whatever you vibe with, um, it's going to take you know six to 12 months. And another thing I want to say, it's that it's really not for everybody, you know, you have to be the kind of mom who uh, does like online marketing, because at the end of the day, you are going to be marketing your online store, you have to show up on Pinterest, you have to think of ways, whether it's like a YouTube channel or a podcast or something to promote your brand. Uh, because, yeah, maybe 10 years ago, or even, I don't know, seven years ago, you could pick whatever product and put it up on Etsy or Amazon. You would sell like hotcakes. You didn't have to do anything about it. But today there's so many people selling on these platforms that you really have to think about how to grow this brand rather than how can I sell this product? 
And you have to like online marketing because all of uh, the rules apply. You know, you have to, to email people. You have to get them on the email list to begin with. You have to make sure that you show up on social some way, somehow um, to get the, the brand going and to, to really grow it. So it's really not for the faint of heart. You know, it really does take a lot of hard work. Um, but the fun thing is, is that once you know, you get past the, the first year, which is will, will be the hardest for sure. Um, it's pretty passive, you know, in the sense that, especially if you are on Amazon, you just have to reorder the product. You never touch it. You never do anything. It just goes from, you know, China or India or wherever you source it from. And it goes to the Amazon warehouse. And all you have to do is like reorder the product in a nutshell. There, you know, you have to, of course, Deal with customer service and all those things but in a nutshell it becomes a pretty passive product the beginning is though it's it's, it's pretty brutal <laughs> so a lot of work up front a lot of time investment and even capital investment it sounds like um how much time do you think is reasonable um like per week in the very beginning for you know the first few months to a year how much time do you feel that someone needs to be able to dedicate to their online store? So I remember when we started on Amazon, I had a four month old and a two year old and wow. I didn't have a lot of time, you know, but I would work, I would pull, like there was one time where I was, I told my husband, you're calling in sick tomorrow because we're not going to sleep. We're going to make this happen. So yeah, I mean, there was definitely one, uh, like all nighter that we pulled because I remember very vividly, but I would go to bed late at night. Uh, but I would say doing product research and all that, uh, 20 hours a week. And then, um, honestly, I would say that the whole process for, for a, a while would be 20 hours a week, uh, because there's only so much you can do at some point, right? Because first you, you, find a product that you want to sell and then you start talking to manufacturers usually um, you're talking to somebody in China or India so the time zone is like way ahead so you can only do so much in a short period of time and then uh, once you agree on a product and a price they start producing it and hopefully at this time you're working on marketing so whether you're starting a podcast or you're reaching out to influencers or you want to start your own YouTube channel or whatever that may be Again, you know, you can only do it for so many hours a week, you know. So, I mean, I would say 20 hours the most, but I don't even remember having 20 hours like back then. You know what I'm saying? Like you just I, make it work. You become very like after like nothing like having kids for you to become efficient with time. Right. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, just to give you like an idea, like we probably crammed in 20 hours of work in like five hours or so. Like because we were like balls to the wall. We're going to make this happen, you know. Yes. And then, like you said, once you're past that first year and, and your store is really in a flow, now how much time do you spend per week on average? Probably like five hours, like maybe five, wow. like 10 the most, but honestly, like never 10, to be very honest. We're at the point where we have a VA and not that it's like super bougie. You know, we have a VA from the Philippines, so it's more affordable than to hire somebody 
from the United States. And I'm very honest about that because people get upset. I'm like, you know, I'm still supporting a mom and her two kids, you know, so yes. she just happens to be abroad and it's something that I can afford. So I have two options, either work myself to the bones or I can hire somebody who's willing to work for a lower rate, which is like more than enough in the country that they're in. Yes. Um, and I'm helping them out and I'm helping their, you know, their, their economy too. But anyway, we have a VA now and, um, she just makes life so much easier, which is the reason why we don't work as much, you know, but it still makes sense to have her and to have more time, right? Because at the end of the day, it's all about time, right? Because time really is the most valuable resource we have. We can never get it back. And then one of the things that I love about this, um, this business is that you can do it from anywhere. So if you guys want to travel to another country, or go live abroad for a while, you can. And I think that is something that is just so invaluable. And if, you know, I think about, okay, if I had to do 20 hours a week of just, you know, really focused time and effort for one year, even if you had to do it for two years, and then you kind of got it to that more passive place, man, it sounds like it would really be worth it. So, for somebody who has, has no experience, like I said, where do where does that person start? I mean, is it like take a course, like something that you offer? Or is there something even more basic that a, a brand new person could do? So I definitely have a course. I have my course actually focuses on Etsy because I recommend people start on Etsy. So I did it backwards. I started on Amazon in 2018. And then during the pandemic last year, uh, and I think was around May, I launched my Etsy shop. And I was just like, I don't know what if Etsy is going to work, because I, I didn't get a course for Etsy. But I watched a couple of YouTube videos. And they were like, you have to post listings every day, and you have to do to do all these things. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Like, I I have an Amazon background. Amazon's easier in this sense. I'm not going to do all this. I'm going to post my product. And if it sounds good, if it doesn't, whatever. It was a learning experience. And it turns out that I post my product, only one product, and it starts selling. And then very quickly, I I had a 10K month and I was like, okay, this works. Like I'm, I'm going to make a course because I know how it works. So to backtrack to your uh, question, I would say start on Etsy. And I recommend you do a product that you're familiar with. Like for example, on Amazon, I sell um, a pet product. I have a dog and I love my dog and I sell a product that you know, really serves her needs. And then on Etsy, I sell a kitchen product that is like super eco-friendly, which again is, is another area of my life I'm very passionate about. Um, so I would go on there and, you know, write down what are the things that you love? What are the things you're passionate about? And what are products that you use right now that maybe can be improved upon just a little bit? You don't have to go invent a new product. I didn't invent the products that, you know, I sell. I just made them a little bit better. Um, and just making like those little tweaks um, and then talking to the manufacturers, you usually find them on China. Um, there's a, a website called Alibaba, um, L-A-I-B-A-B-A, and Alibaba.com. And you can find people who sell the product you're selling, you want to sell. And by the way, people have this, this idea that you can only sell on Etsy if you hand make yourself. Actually, as of today, if you design the product yourself, you can outsource the making of the product to someone else. So you can totally oh, sell on Etsy without you physically making the product as long as you designed it or had some part in the design. So yeah, Etsy is way easier 
and and then you can think about expanding. Okay. But, yeah, which so, is why I have my Etsy course. <laughs> I love that. And so if you have um, a product that you like to use and you think like, oh, if, if I just did ha- could make this one tweak to this product, it would make it a little bit better. And you have that idea. You can talk, you can find a manufacturer through Alibaba.com and you can talk to them about making that improvement. Yeah. And then um, can you order like a sample to see how it works before you order in bulk or how? Absolutely. Yeah. Usually like the average price they'll charge you will be like 50 bucks. Usually they'll charge you for like the shipping from China over to the United States, you know? Uh, but yeah, usually I've always paid like a $50, like somewhere around there for, for, um, for a sample. Uh, and then you see how it works, make sure you like it. And that's pretty much it. Now I do want to say it's not as simple as, Oh man, there's like this water bottle I, I love, but it leaks. I'm going to fix it and sell it on Etsy or Amazon. And I'm going to make so much money. No, like you still want to do market research. You want to see how competitive it is. You want to look into Facebook groups where your ideal customer is hanging out. So let's say, you know, if you're a mom and you have this idea of selling like water bottles, because you know, you, you see that, you know, your toddler is always like doing something with the water bottles and you know you can fix it. Make sure that there is a need for that first. So there is a little bit of market research that we want to put in, which is totally worth it because we don't want to, you know, put in money into the business that you're the only person in the world that would pay for that, you know? So you want to make sure that the demand is there. But I mean, I actually have a whole series on my podcast for free that people can go and, li- and listen to kind of get an idea. Like, is this for me? You know, I love also on Etsy, um, guys like you can sell t-shirts on etsy if you have like a little bit of like design like <laughs> blood running through your veins you know what i'm saying like you can design uh shirts on like canva and you can like sell print on demand stuff on etsy you can also do like digital prints on etsy or in general you can do uh, digital products like if you have a planner in mind you can create it on canva and sell it on etsy like there's so many things that you can wow. do get uh, your feet wet you know yeah like Etsy really is really amazing for for so many people and it's such a great like starting point for e-commerce I feel like okay and so in the course that you offer do you go over how to do all of that type of thing with the market research and how to find the manufacturers do you go pretty in depth with that so I touch upon it like I I really want you to come to the course with a product idea to sell. I do, t- I do walk through how to do market research and all that, like making sure that the product that you're selling is the best quality that people actually want it, but you have to come in knowing what to sell because honestly, that is the biggest question that people have. People get so hung up and I've done so many podcast episodes, but at the end of the day, you're just going to have to kind of go with your gut and do the research and trust that you did the research right. And uh, learn if, you, let's say you pick the wrong product, right? You're going to learn from mistakes. And then the next time you're going to do better, you know, which is why it's important that you understand how this e-commerce world works. Um, and like I said, you know, I, I launched, we had a bunch of ideas in the beginning. None of them really worked out. Then we found the product and we actually ordered it. We launched it. It was going great. Then we launched two other products. There were total flops. We still have some to this day, like <laughs> random inventory all over the house. And now we know better, right? right? And thankfully, that one product was was there to, 
you know, kind of pay for the mistakes, you know, because of course, financially, but you know, it's just making sure I always tell people this, you want to date your product, but you don't want to marry it. Because once you become like so hung up on it, and it like, you just become obsessed with it in the wrong way, then you don't see a way out, you know, so you have to be yes. flexible, you have to be creative. Um, just being open minded about the possibilities that this product can come about. That's so good. I had just read something earlier today that said, don't fall in love with your product, fall in love with your clients and find ways to help them and help make their lives better. So that goes so perfectly with that. And on the episode I was listening to earlier, you shared that in your first year, um, you you made about $20,000 through your store. Um, And you talked about how you know, what if we would have given up at that point and thought this is not worth all the time and effort. But then in 2020, I believe was your first year to hit six figures. I mean, that's amazing because even though it's not an overnight success, that's still not a huge amount of time. If you really think about it from 2018 to 2020 for you to get to that six figure point. So that is just an incredible accomplishment. Yeah. I definitely want to recommend your podcast to any of my listeners who are thinking about um, starting an online store. I had never even considered it um, for myself because I just, I never thought it would be something I would be interested in. But once I started to listen to your podcast and, and you give so many tips and ideas, it started to make sense for me. I'm still not totally sure if I will do it, but it's definitely worth checking out because I used to just think online store equals, you know, selling t-shirts or selling clothes or something like that. And that didn't really interest me, but to hear how many different ideas there are, I think that, you know, like you said, it's not for everyone, but I do think that if you listen to it and you stay open-minded, you might find that it really is something that you would like to do. Well, Juliana, what final advice do you have for our moms who are listening who need to earn income for their families, but they also want to be at home full time with their kids? What advice do you have for us? So, you know, take a deep breath and be present in the moment because one, like, especially for the mamas of littles, I hate to say it, but it does go by fast. Like the first year is the best and then they turn into toddlers and they go a little crazy. (laughs) But the point is like, like if you're driven and you really want to make from home, you're going to find a way, Yes. but don't let it consume you because I do feel like it did consume me in the first, I don't know, year of my daughter's life because I, I wanted so badly to make money from home. And that's all I thought about. And that's all I wanted to do. And I, like, I hate to say it, but there are times that I'm like, I look at pictures. I'm like, I don't remember that. Like I have no memory of that, you know? So just stay present, enjoy it. And like, look for the thing that you really vibe with. Um, if it is like e-commerce, then great. Like, you know, or if it is like working uh, as a virtual assistant, like the thing will come to you. You know what I'm saying? And whoever tells you that their way is the only way and it's going to be an overnight success and they're going to make so much money, guys, those are lies. Like anything you start, whether that's b- being a virtual assistant, whether that's starting your e-commerce, whatever it is, however way you can make money from it, it's going to take time. So just be patient and don't give up because you need grit for in, in order for anything to work, you're going to need grit, you know, just because 
just nowadays you can start a business from your phone doesn't mean it's easy. Like we think that the, the barrier to entry is low. So the, the return on investment is going to be like quick and fast. And we're going to be buying Teslas for everybody. Like that's not reality. It's not going to happen. So just be patient and have grit. And, um, you know, don't think at things like if something doesn't work out. It wasn't a mistake. It wasn't like a sign that you need to quit. You just need to ask yourself, how can I make this work? What can I learn from the situation? And then like improve and keep going because that's all it is, you know, until you find the thing and just trust because lately I've been getting a lot into mindset because I'm really understanding now more than ever that making money, it's all about your mindset because once you, you believe in yourself and you know that there's so much money out on this planet to be made, like it's not a chance of like, oh my gosh, can I be one? It's like, I will be the one. Like, I just need time to make this happen, you know? So just just trust the process. Guys, today I was on, on um, Amazon and I was just like going down a rabbit hole and I saw somebody selling a taco blanket. Like it's a blanket that looks like a taco shell, <laughs> like like a soft taco. And I have an extension that I can see how much they're, they're, they're selling like a month. And this person is making $300,000 selling taco blankets on Amazon. Wow. I'm like, how is this even like a thing, you know, but I didn't even yes. know this existed, but there's somebody out there making $300,000 a month selling taco blankets, by the way, don't go selling taco blankets. They're super competitive. <laughs> I already looked, but you know what I'm saying? Like the possibilities are there. Like the possibilities yes. are there, you know, I love that. That is so good. What is the best way for our listeners to reach out to you? They want to find out more. So if you want to find out more about selling online, having your e-commerce, my podcast is called the Beginner Mom Boss Podcast. And I started showing up more uh, consistently on Instagram since like two days ago. (laughs) So if you want to like, you know, show up and send me a DM. Like I'm super approachable, you guys. I'm not like, you know, this diva. Like I'm super approachable. I'm just a normal person, you know, and just a, a mom with a lot of mess around her and two crazy kids. Yeah. I just reach out to me. And yeah. My and my on Instagram I am I am Juliana dot Barbati. And I will have links to these um the ways to get a hold of Juliana in the show notes. Juliana, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me, Seth. The goal of this podcast is to inspire and encourage as many moms as possible to design their lives in a way that allows them to have freedom and flexibility to spend as much time with their kids as possible and earn the income they need for their families. You can help me reach more moms by subscribing to, reviewing, and sharing the podcast. I love connecting with my listeners. So reach out and leave a review. If you have an idea for someone who should be a guest on the show, or you would like me to find a guest in a specific field, let me know. I'm here to serve you. Join me next week for another episode of the Capital Mom Podcast.